0: Today, name that tune to Schmigadoon, Tony-winning actress Jane Krakowski. Plus, Kat and Nat, the funny ladies who brought us Mom Truths, now reveal their unfiltered mom secrets. And Donna goes to firefighter school and introduces us to two history-making female leaders blazing their own trail. From Rockefeller Plaza in New York City,
1: it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all
0: starts right now. Come on, let's go, let's go! Tuesday, March the 29th! How are you? I'm good, how are you? Let me tell you something. I feel like I just saw you because I did. Um, (laughs) Jenna, we had a big, kind of a big fun night last night, and it was just so funny. You know when sometimes you need something, but you don't know what you need? And then you get the thing that you need and you go, that's what was missing. Like, I needed that. Well, that happened last night. Jenna has a book out that is in paperback form now. It's called Everything Beautiful in its Time, Seasons of Love and Loss. We were at an event yesterday with some beautiful people. And there are lots of things to love about Jenna. My favorite thing is your heart is like on your exterior and when you talk to this group of people it was so beautiful, but you spoke about your grandparents and I just realized it was about simplicity yeah, that's what last night was about the simple yeah, things well, I mean I wrote this book.
1: Before the pandemic
0: mm-hmm.
1: before our world was changed mm-hmm. in so many ways and it was about this period in my time in my life where I lost my three remaining grandparents, Mm -hmm. but I also found out I was pregnant with Mm -hmm. Hal. I got this job to sit Mm -hmm. next to you. Mm -hmm. It was this really beautiful year in my life, but it was filled with both the beauty and then also loss. And it was so fun to write it because I got to, and I recommend anybody who's dealing with grief, write it down. Write it down. And explore, like, who these people are to you. That's what I did. I just thought about... uh, my grandparents, I wrote about their funerals, about, the, about mm-hmm. memories with mm-hmm. them. And it was such a important part of my grieving process. I think I really grieved. And
0: I think it's funny too, when you read back at those journals, because if you've gone through a difficult time in your life and you've written about it, sometimes you, you wonder, have I healed? But when you look back yes. to the beginning, like when the trap, when the, f- when whatever it was happened. Yes. When, you know, my, my dad passed when I was in college and I had journals full of just like, it was almost like I had the pen in my fist yes. and was writing that kind like of anger. anger. Yeah. And then you watch as the months and weeks and years go by and you're like, oh wait, I am, I, I am, wait, I am you better. You said
1: something about the day that he died this uh-huh. year that set it apart from any other day. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what you told me?
0: What, tell me? That you
1: said you, that this was the first year you sat mm, down to mm. journal.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, on his day, on the day he passed, which is February 9th, I always dedicate that day to him, to writing about him. Cause it's, I feel like it's, even after it's many, many, many remember. years, it's a way to remember. Yeah. And usually there's, you know, a sadness that goes along with it. But for the first time, and I, I, I wrote about this day and it was a joyful day. Cause I was thinking about how I talk about him to my kids and what I actually have visions of them seeing him at some point, like I can see it as, mm-hmm. clean, as plain as I see you here sitting here today. But I feel like some of those um, moments is like a tragedy can actually turn into a beautiful yes. day and moment. And one of the things I loved was your, both your grandparents had kind of guidelines and rules. And this is just basic stuff and I kind of needed to hear it last night, but these are just, this is what your, your grandfather and grandmother had as their <clears throat> kind of ground rules. Uh, don't get down when life takes a bad turn don't blame others for your setbacks when things go well always give credit to others don't talk all the time listen to your friends and mentors and learn from them don't brag about yourself let others point out your virtues and your strong points give someone a hand when a friend is hurting show that friend you care nobody likes an overbearing big shot as you succeed be kind to people thank those who helped you along the way don't be afraid to shed a tear when your heart is broken or because a friend is hurting. I mean...
1: Does it explain so much about my crying? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's and how I was raised. You're allowed to feel, and I feel like... feel, yes. It's good to teach our kids that that they can be who they want to be yes. and be open and, and show the emotions. And also, when I, when I hear all that, I'm like, I can see it. I can, can see, see his face, I can see who he was. And it's to live by such mm-hmm. important guidelines. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I write about, but also I've told you is like, he did all of these things quietly mm-hmm. that we had, that my my dad didn't mm-hmm. know about. Mm-hmm. He, After he died, mm-hmm. a little boy who is now a man in the Philippines said, I wrote to him and asked for him to pay for my college and he paid for it. Oh, my God. And like, we had no, and I feel yeah. like that humility that grace, mm-hmm. that, that ability. He had friends from all sorts of backgrounds, mm-hmm. also all sorts of political affiliations. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he loved to sit around a table and hash it out. Mm-hmm. He loved a conversation, a debate, and I think he'd be really disappointed with the fact that family members can't sit across from each other and talk. I think he would be, his, like, soul would feel crushed because that's what he loved to
0: do. And you guys were told and, I mean, you were invited to express opinions around the table no matter if they were in agreement or disagreement. I know, and you people didn't. probably are shocked by yeah, that. But yeah. our,
1: we did. We were, yeah. I, I just like spoke to my dad about that, and I said, mm-hmm. that's a really brave way to parent. You allowed us to have our own yeah. thoughts on religion and politics. Yeah. And even like in eighth grade, Barbara and I like were like, we need to talk about the death penalty, <laughs> you know? And he was like, geez. <laughs> like, can we just talk about the baseball <laughs> Right, scores? Right, right. But I think that's like the way that. That they, I think my grandparents
0: raised him to sort of have his own opinions and therefore he raised us. And one of the most poignant things I took away from last night was you said that even when you stumbled or did something that your parents didn't like, they never said that, you know, you are embarrassing us. Yeah. Like that to me was such a big takeaway.
1: I mean, we embarrassed them, although they never (laughs) said it on the world stage. (laughs) We got in trouble with the law. (laughs) (laughs) We got in trouble with the law as freshmen in college by ordering a margarita right. at a restaurant called Chewy's, which is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, and Barbara and I were together. I think we were like 19 18. and a half, <laughs> Yeah. maybe close 20. Enough. Cl- right. Close enough, but not allowed. Legal. Right. And the fact that we thought we could do that just yeah. speaks to how they were like, oh, you can be normal, it's okay. And when I called my dad to say, I'm really sorry, you know, I got this ticket for drinking <laughs> underage, he said, no, I'm sorry. And that, like, to me, we, we did embarrass them, but they never would say that. Never. They would never have said that. And he that. said he was
0: sorry because he... He said,
1: I'm sorry, I told you you could be normal and, oh, you, and, can, and you can't. Be... Wow. You can't order margaritas. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> anyway that, was, was, that the way, was therapy it, on television. It was thank you, be- everybody. It was
0: beautiful and this, this uh, book tour continues. I think you're in Pennsylvania yeah, tonight. It's yeah. going to be really good. Thank but it's you, a beautiful thank book. Thank you for Everything, doing it. I have to tell you. I loved you. it. I would have, you know what, can I tell you something? If I wasn't doing it, I would have gone. Oh, she's the sweet. I would have been an audience member happily. It was beautiful and so worth it. Everyone That's there me. walked away feeling full. Okay. All right, so uh, we have an, a development yes. in the Will Smith Oscars a, a situation. Yes. So he released an apology on uh, Instagram after slapping Chris Rock, and it read in part, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. And he, there were some other yeah, points Yeah, I mean, too. he
1: said, I'm a work in progress.
0: Yeah, he's a work in progress. Um, yeah, it didn't, it wasn't clear whether he had privately apologized mm-hmm. to Chris Rock or not. Um, and I think that's probably an important component of yeah. this because, you know, if you get an apology that, that the world is seeing yeah, it's different versus than one picking when they said, hey, the Jenna, phone. I just want to say, yeah, yeah well, we'll But see. I
1: also think apologizing, you know, we need to give mm-hmm. everybody the space yeah. to apologize. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, and he said it himself, what a lot of people have been saying. Yeah. It, yeah, he said it was inexcusable. Yeah. Is not okay.
0: Right. And the Academy right now is said to be launching a formal review and they'll be exploring further actions and consequences. So it's unclear. What will happen if he'll be presenting next year? If there'll mm-hmm. be any issues with his Oscar, I, who, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Okay, your favorite. Oh. Oh wait, it's Mike. time to pick our Tuesday styles. A Are trace. we ready?
1: We haven't done this in so long; it feels like a blast did y'all, from the past. will miss it. A throwback Tuesday. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Okay,
1: so we're so excited because this week our looks were picked by our very own star executive producer Talia Parkinson Jones.
0: Yeah. Okay. First so, of all, look at her. She's cool. We kind of want your outfit. Why (laughs) did we get those? Okay, so here are my three options, Talia. All right, so what do you, you, okay, so you chose these three looks. Yep, I chose these three looks. I really, you know, I love a good suit. Yes, Yes, she wears suits. We like, we love the suit here, and then also it's springtime, so we just wanted to add a little pop of color. Yeah, some color. And pattern. Okay. You know what, Talia, I'm in, and if I had a choice, I would choose all
1: three. Oh, good oh, choices! Really? Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. Wednesday look, all right,
0: okay. all right. Let's go to Jenna's because I want to see what Talia has in store for you, Jenna Bush Hager. Uh huh. We've got guess, the suit middle again. Wow, I like. We got flowers on the. the yeah, look like you. And oh, look at those. Are those some pants? Yep. So those are wide like wasted. pants. It's a lot. Of Bold of pattern, color for the spring.
1: Hopefully, our I mean, at I home. also yeah. this is very tully, A little bit of edge. The B
0: are Shorts, yes, they're shorts and there's a lot of legs. So, oh, it's B and shorts is okay, a green girl. short suit. Tell you, okay. we think they're Thank don't you. listen to what they say on Instagram, these are great okay. choices. <laughs> <laughs> all right, to vote for these, head to our Hoda and Jenna Instagram page, pick one, and we'll reveal the winners tomorrow. Okay, all right, coming up next, what do you say when your mother in law volunteers to babysit? But you don't want her to.
1: I always want my mother in law to babysit.
0: Someone said babysitter, we say yes. Yes,
1: we say yes all yeah. the time. We're tackling some social dilemmas after this. dateline true crime weekly to get new episodes starting thursday
0: wherever you get your podcasts
3: if you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere then take a journey with us
0: From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com.
3: Great storytelling with a twist from the true
4: crime original.
0: We're back. It's Tuesday, and it's time for another edition of Social, social
1: Dilemmas. Dilemmas. We right. love this. Okay, this is our first question. It came from our viewer, Sweet Lulu, oh. on social media because she asked, What can I do about a friend who interrupts constantly? I start to say something, and she butts in, and I never finish. Help. Uh oh. Do you have a friend like that? No. And that me.
0: (laughs) Just when you're excited about something really exciting. (laughs) We all, look, I interrupt too. We both interrupt each other because I think we're we're overly excited about what we're talking about. Do you think this person's writing about us secretly? I think, or maybe that's why our producers chose that of all the hundreds. Sweet Lulu. Sweet Lulu. Um, What should we say to Sweet Lulu? I mean maybe I, <laughs> I think how do you tell somebody that I think maybe in the middle of them they're interrupting you go hang on just one second Let me, yeah yeah you yeah. just you just kind of yes. Hang on one second yes and you've done she, that to me before <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is in a group probably what, that's, yes. that's become their dynamic And some people are just they just have less of a voice like for some reason, but I think it's important important to reclaim it Yeah, to say I want to be heard. Yeah, and or maybe just even privately to say you probably don't even know you're doing this and I get it because you are so excited, but sometimes I just want to finish my story. Yes, yes, you know. Maybe preface it by sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it. Are you talking That's, to me? No, I was talking to Lulu. <laughs> Sweet Lulu. Okay, the next one. We have three young
1: kids. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law volunteers to babysit often, but she has no rules. Uh, yeah. mm. My kids return overtired and on a sugar high. How do I decline her offers? You don't. What? I don't think you decline it. Okay, what about this? Could you give could you nicely say to the mother-in-law listen
0: that, all right, you said listen that's already not nice. <laughs> listen.
1: <laughs> listen <Okay>. karma. <laughs> listen. What could you say. Mother-in-law. <laughs> 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 These are our rules. Is it OK. If I, I so appreciate you taking our kids at me every start with there. you. Yes good. But is it OK if we're trying to watch the sugar and the other things? Yeah. that's
0: it. We so appreciate what you're doing. Do you but mind, can we cut back a little bit on the sugar? Because yeah. it's hard for me to get him to bed yes. at night. I'm sure she'd understand that.
1: That's a great one. Yeah. I, by the way, I did luck out in the mother-in-law department. Yeah. And if she asked to babysit, I'd say yes. Anytime. Yes. And I
0: think there is something about, you realize that it's just for that moment. Like, your kids are, are still, yeah. you know, they have all the things that you gave them. Yes. This is, I mean, one this, day is, a this week. is the day. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, last one. My friend asked me to give him a recommendation for a new job but i don't think he would be a good employee. Oh man, that is horrible. These are really intense. Could you write me a recommendation for a job and you know that he's always late?
1: Is that what it is? About I don't know, him?
0: i'm just saying whatever. Yeah, something
1: if he's not something a good employee.
0: Something you know he and you know how hard of a worker you are. Yes. So, and you know that your recommendation comes that with weight. So, what, what do, do you say? Do? Hi, Jay. Oh my god. <laughs> We're so we're like, oh my, we love a distraction. We call this a cat in the window. We the call this beautiful. a cat in a window. Um, I don't know. That's okay. You can fluff her hair. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, you have people. Great. That
4: was Italo. He's the best in the business. Well, <laughs> he wanted to make sure you look perfect. Wait, what Jane,
0: what would you do if about your fr- this? If your friend asked you for a recommendation and you knew he
4: was he was always I, late. I agree with you. It's a tough one. Yeah. Oh, if he's always late, or, well, or just not going to be a good employee. I you know, know that's it. a tough one. I don't know. You have to say I, you know, like that person, and oh, I Jessica. don't know. Maybe I wouldn't write a letter.
0: Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe you one.
1: just write, and maybe you write a letter that you know is not going to get them the job. You yeah. could do a lot of misspellings, bad grammar. <laughs> is that bad? You're crazy. Well, what else you do? You have to have a confrontation and say you're not a good employee. No,
0: you can't. You just have to say. I'll no. write it I'll and write I'm gonna it. spell everything. And I'm gonna be wrong. honest. I'll write it and I'll be honest.
1: That person's late. Yeah. Okay. She loves showbiz and show <laughs> tunes, and that's why Hollywood and we love her. Yeah, Jane Krakowski is back at 30 Rock. Yeah! We're gonna have some fun with the Tony winner right after this. <laughs>
0: Coming up tomorrow, if laughter's what you're after, we'll get the scoop from Justin Sylvester. Plus, how to keep those spring showers from dampening your style,
1: and the woman behind some of the hottest looks worn by Beyonce, Rihanna, and Serena Williams. It's all Wednesday
0: on Hoda and Jenna. It is always a party when our friend Jane Krakowski stops by. She's made working at Thirty Rock super cool uh, since her days day, as Jenna Maroney on the hit. NBC comedy, And now the actress and singer is back as
1: mm-hmm. the host of the classic game show, Name That oh, Tune, sweet. which is a classic, where she and band leader Randy Jackson test contestants musical knowledge.
0: And when she's busy and not naming tunes, she's belting <laughs> them out as the countess on Apple TV's musical comedy, Schmigadoon. Can we just welcome you back to your home okay. of 30 Rockefeller Center? You have, <laughs> you. So you have not them. been here in years, I, I, for real. I mean, we've been in a pandemic. We've been in a pandemic, yeah, in a pandemic. we've pandemic. missed you. How does it feel kind of coming back into the building when you, when you have
4: <laughs> <laughs> It's good, I think I kind of forgot a little bit how to show up in person. Yeah, <laughs> is it you weird? Know? Yeah, for sure, and I think um, once the pandemic has kind of opened up a little bit and we're all yeah. going back out, I feel like I'm living in a Dave Matthews video <laughs> because I keep just hugging everyone. <laughs> I'm just so happy to see everyone. <laughs> See people And you guys are like family to me, so
0: thank Aww. you for having me. We, we love you. <laughs> you. And
1: it's so true though, like if you go to a party or a concert or something, yeah. you're like, wait, yeah. what do we do? Do we talk to each other? Yeah. Do we stand we, in the corner? Yeah. Do we hide our faces? Right, yeah. right. exactly. It's those exactly. moments. Yeah.
0: By the way, name that tune and you is like, that's like the perfect mix. If I were gonna pick a show true. because I feel like all your shows are like little puzzle pieces that fit, how did Thanks. that one come come to be?
4: I just love the show. Yeah. I remember watching it in my uh. childhood home and myself and my very musical family like yelling at the television, yes. trying to name the tunes. Um, and then I heard they were rebooting it and I was like, I would love to do that. Yeah. And I've never really hosted like that before. Yeah. So, Were you into it? Love it. I love doing the show. I love making it. It's a live concert every night. I'm in love with Randy Jackson. It's the highlight to get to see him and work with him.
0: Yes. You said your whole family, you guys are all musical. So you—so tell me about them and how music oh, well came my parents, to
4: be. I grew up in a very musical theater. My parents were involved in community theater. Oh, they and they were. were in like so many shows and musicals. and My dad played piano and guitar. So there was always music around our house. So that show was kind of built for us as, a, as family watching in my childhood. Yeah. Were your
0: parents so crazy proud of you that you oh, made it?
4: I hope they are. Yeah. I hope they are. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. So I feel very I mean, lucky. because you are a really living so supportive, yeah. my
1: their it's dream great. in some yeah. ways. You know, yeah. it's like you took the community theater to yeah. make a
0: next level
4: it is. It does feel a little bit like that. Like um, it was uh, the love and the passion of all of us in our home and oh. in our community, in our community and community theater. And then I was lucky enough to get all the way to Broadway oh, and, oh, and, and make it all of it. Can you imagine? It's amazing. What about
0: your cute son? Is he into? Is he gonna? Does he have the gene? He, he's so musical. He yes,
4: oh. Yes. Well, that's us uh, ice skating. Look <laughs> at you. Here? He's at Rockefeller Center? Uh, no, that was at else. Bryant Park. Oh, how uh, cute are you two? Super, uh, he's super... He's great at... Uh, balance sports, which is I think it? is really interesting, like skateboarding, roller skating. Oh, cool. Um, I'm a big roller skater. So you know, they're no, doing no, a roller ring. ring. We know you, are. you know, they're doing a roller Are you ring dying? You know how many You're people- going to be out there I at said 30 rounds. <laughs> I received it from so many people the day you announced that Rockefeller class <laughs> was going to have roller skating. We've got to do a we're night out, out, right? Oh, how so how
0: is your son? Like, how is he adapting to life post pandemic? He's which we're great. But
4: just go back to his musician thing, he of really wants to be a musician. So he's currently playing tuba and trombone. And he's in jazz. Band at school. At our school. That
1: takes a certain sort of discipline from a mother to allow tuba in the house. Yes. Patience.
4: <laughs> it does. Yeah. I mean, I, there's something when it's your kid, you love hearing it, yes. which is so true. But, um, you know, I just... With the kids going back to school, yes. I am so thankful for our teachers. God. I'm so thankful for our kids go to the same yeah. school.
1: So yeah, I know. Thankful. I mean, you're the one that told me how incredible yeah. the school was. Yeah, and you was. talked
0: her into going there. She, she
4: did. So I hope <laughs> that worked out. She for did. You. No, I'm loving it. I, um, love I do that think though they did an amazing job through the pandemic. Yes. but going back to school, seeing my son change and mature and grow so much this year, thanks to the teachers, and oh. actually going back to the building means so much. And you realize how much the teachers influence your child. Like, I think my son wants to be a musician because he loves his teacher, Mr. Raposo, so uh, much.
0: Maybe it's. Because of you. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Mr. Rambo, <laughs> or so were you.
1: Yes. Wait, Wait one hold the on. Two. We have to also just say you sort of had a crush on Victor Cruz. Is that true? Uh, uh.
4: <laughs> okay, so we had many celebrity... Celebrity, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, that yeah. too which yeah. was amazing. And we, uh, Titus Burgess came on, who's one of my best we love friends, him. and he's yes. so musical. And I was so proud he got. He played with a Spice Girl, He played with Mel B. But then we also had Super Bowl winners. Yeah. And Victor so. Cruz and Vernon Davis showed up, and suddenly yes, this you incorrigible it. flirtation, <laughs> by the way, it lasted hours, <laughs> hours the entire time those men were there playing the game. And I, was wow, it wow. so fun? <laughs> Look, I'm love, I, I've reawoken now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking
1: about them. We'll be back right after this. Can we get here at the <laughs> <center>? <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and
0: entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie, as you have never heard her before.
1: I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did.
0: I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now, wherever you get your Podcasts. A few years ago, Katherine Belknap and Natalie Telfer started making videos. We remember, revealing their own mom truths. They were juggling their schedules, kids who won't listen, houses that are a disaster, but most of all, just needing a best friend to lean on.
1: Yeah, through all their viral videos, Kat and Nat (laughs) built a community of women who found a place to air their parenting confessions, without judgment. Yes. Now they put them together in a humorous <laughs> and relatable book. It's called Mom Secrets: Coffee-Fueled <laughs> Confessions from the Mom Trenches. Cat mm-hmm. and Nat. Uh, I like how you say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Cuz yeah. we've all been there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, y'all made quite a splash in Times Square yesterday. Yes. What tell us? What was that like? I mean, it was pretty outrageous. Hi. We were really big. The, you you were know, major. A huge, yeah. Can you believe what's happened? Jenna interviewed you in 2017. Yes, yeah. We're here in 2022. You're on a billboard in Times Square.
3: <laughs> it's crazy. It doesn't, it doesn't feel, nothing feels, real. I mean, you know what? I was saying yesterday to someone, we're so grateful, and I know that sounds so cheesy, but Kids are healthy. Mm -hmm. Our kids are happy. And Mm -hmm. there's a saying, you're only as happy as your happiest kid. Like, you can only be as happy as, which is motherhood in a a nutshell. So, I mean, but
1: also when we think about this, the last time I saw you, you had like little kids. I know. You now have teens or tweens. Tweens. Two best friends that are tweens. Yes, that's right. What has that adjustment been like?
3: It is crazy. Taylor and Olivia are just, they're basically paving the way for the rest of the five, but it's definitely different. The conversations, the issues, the problems. It's fun, though. We, we like, as they get older, being able to get to know them yeah. and hang out. But. I still have a six-year-old. It's taking a long time. Yeah. yeah
0: like, it From zero to six. six. It's it takes kind of cool on. because friendships sometimes evolve and change and get closer. And mm-hmm. sometimes friendships drift apart the other way. Right. You guys have definitely gotten closer <laughs> over time. What? How is that? Why is that? Do you think it's so interesting? We
3: just changed the name of our podcast to Cat uh, Nap because we were finding that it was more about conversations between two best friends, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's kind of what the book is too—is these conversations because motherhood's involved. Of course. But your best friend is someone you're just—it's like the naked truth constantly, yeah. Yeah. and they get to see everything and hear everything. And we're just—we were friends, but now we're family. Like we do everything. Oh. I mean, they go
1: on vacation. Your husband. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you include your husband, but <laughs> not on the tours. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Your mom tours are wild. Whoa, How wild do they get? Like men.
4: Yeah, <laughs> wait, what happens? Like, what? like what, Jenna? Oh. Like, oh, like wait, men. Look at you. Yeah, no, it, it's,
3: I will, so there's it's one really story fun. that's out. There was a, do I, we have time for one story? Yes, yeah. tell it. There was a woman, and she was about 80, and she was on an <laughs> oxygen tank, and all she wanted was okay. to have a lap dance from one of the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like yes. Okay, and so they, they. Carried her up with her oxygen tank, and she was the happiest she'd ever... She, she pulled like, him in, and she, she gave no, him the kiss. No! She, she did. did. And her daughter was cheering her. And she's like, I, I just love you, too, and my daughter. I, I love you, too, because I have much my daughter loves you, oh. too. And we were like... Mm-hmm.
0: She's like, I'm just here for him. <laughs> All right, got to talk about a yes, few things that real moms book are is asking. This okay. with awesome yeah. confessions.
1: So let's hear your mm-hmm. take on this. Number one, my boyfriend-husband isn't my best friend. That yes. was somebody's confession. Yes. Yes. Thoughts yes. On
3: that? Yes, that somebody was me. <laughs> I had just seen all these posts, you know, when it's your husband's birthday, like, I'm so lucky I got to marry my best friend and spend the rest of my life. And I was thinking, I don't actually
0: feel that way. Yeah. My best friend is... Right here. <laughs> and I was like, no one ever says that, but they yeah. don't have to be your best friend. Yeah. yeah no. But the guy always says that my wife's my best friend. I mean, that's the trouble. It's one sided. <laughs> that is totally, the thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's usually yeah.
1: from the man because yes. they don't communicate with friends. We no. don't know why. No. No, they don't. That's talk their about
0: problem. The things women talk. No. Yes, That's no. right. You know? Not ours. All right, here's the next one. I've pretended it's not my kid when they're throwing a tantrum in the supermarket. Yes, it was the most genius thing I ever heard when this woman confessed. It was (laughs) actually at one of our shows. Yeah, so what happened? Genius. So she looks like she's the babysitter. (laughs) It's
3: not her fault that this kid is, like, tearing (laughs) it up in the grocery store. (laughs) Have y'all ever done it? Of course. We we had one, we were at a a store, and one of our kids went along the thing, and it was all glass, and all of it shattered. Oh, Oh, no. was at like, a warehouse store, and we were like, looked around, and her and I, like, run.
1: (laughs) what are you doing? you just ruined everything. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we have to get to this one. I love this one. Okay, here's a mom confession. I dread playdates. I promise this isn't from me. (laughs) But... It's give it, just, uh, if someone pees their pants and they're not your kid, yeah. or you yeah. have to wipe, and it's awkward, or the parents
3: don't <laughs> leave, the parents the don't leave, they, they, they stay. So right. like, like, now we're hosting, which no, I got to right. get her You, you have have a can't. Cat eat. Yell, <laughs> or you can't. You know what I mean? Like yell. I was gonna go do things, yeah. and now you're
0: I <laughs> gonna, I <laughs> everything. I was actually gonna sit down and watch TV. Now
3: <laughs> I feel like I have to do something. That's so true.
0: That's the best one, right there. You're here to entertain mine. You're speaking our language. This book is so much
1: fun. Congratulations and you can pick you. up this book,
0: that's latest book, Mom's Secrets. You can get it at today.com shop or wherever you get <laughs> your books. Hilarious. Coming up so awesome. next,
1: Donna shines a light on two trailblazers and takes on the tough training to be a firefighter after this.
0: Thank you, guys.
1: In honor of Women's History Month, we've been celebrating greatness and today we want to shine a light on two women who serve our nation at its highest
0: levels. And Donna, lucky (laughs) you, you got to sit down with them. I know,
1: ladies, this was such
2: an honor because these two women are making history. Mm -hmm. For the first time ever, the FEMA and U.S. fire administrators are both women. And since they started their careers as firefighters, Mm -hmm. I decided to put on some bootstraps Mm -hmm. and give it a try. At the New York City Fire Academy, I suit up and learn firsthand what it takes to become a firefighter. It was intense and grueling, and success took a lot of heart, determination, and drive. And for the first time in history, it's an all-female cast leading our government's fire and emergency management. At the top, former firefighter, U.S. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell, the first woman in history to be confirmed to the top spot. And leading the country's fire service is U.S. Fire Administrator Dr. Lori Moore Morrell. I sat down with the two leading ladies at the New York City Fire Museum. I am sitting across from history right now. I think uh, the grit that it took for both of us to get to this level
1: um, makes it very exciting. It's an absolute honor to represent women at the highest level of emergency management. DEANNE WAS UNANIMOUSLY
2: CONFIRMED TO HER POSITION LAST APRIL, BUT HER CAREER STARTED 27 YEARS PRIOR. AS A SINGLE MOTHER, SHE WAS THE SIXTH FEMALE FIREFIGHTER IN AURORA,
1: COLORADO. WHEN I WENT TO TAKE THE TEST, THERE WAS ABOUT A THOUSAND PEOPLE IN THE ROOM. AND I SAT AT A TABLE WITH ALL MEN WHO KEPT TELLING ME, OH, THIS IS SUCH A HARD CAREER. YOU KNOW, THIS IS MY 10TH YEAR OF TRYING TO GET ON, REALLY TRYING TO DISSUADE ME and I almost left, but I had confidence. And I'm like, nope, this is the job that I wanna pursue. And out of the thousand people, I uh, ended up coming in number 11.
2: Do you remember that exact feeling in that
1: moment? I do, I remember getting the letter in the mail and I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe this. I can't believe I almost left.
2: Dr. Moore Morell joined the Memphis Fire Department in 1987 and was faced with resistance in
0: and out of the firehouse. I was a six woman hired uh, in Memphis in that class. And my parents were not very happy about that because it wasn't one of the, the paths that they thought was appropriate. So uh, for a while, you know, literally cut off
2: for a bit. Would you say that you had to work twice as hard as your male colleagues?
4: In some regard, I would say yes. I literally would be in meetings and the
0: only woman in the room for many, many years. And you have a statement to make and nobody hears you. And yet, literally, someone sitting beside you, male, says the exact same thing, and all of a sudden, it's a great idea. And those kinds of things, unfortunately, still
2: happen. What would you like your legacies to be?
1: I think my legacy is about opportunity, taking sometimes personal risk to get there, um, and
0: inspiring that level of confidence in others. We had no idea this would happen for us, and yet it did. And so dream big and prepare.
2: Hi, Nicole. Hi, Donna. Inspired, I kept those words at heart as FDNY firefighter Nicole Malpeso put me through an actual 14-event training course. Big pull, big pull. Got to get that up. Good job. I got my name on the helmet. I haven't earned it, but I'm grateful to have it. I carried 50 pounds of gear while climbing five flights of stairs. Oh, wow. This is only the beginning of it. There's 14 events total. This is only the first one. Did we get a water break? Rescued 160 pounds Dummies, come on, buddy. Did hose pull after hose pull? Good, only a few more. But things got really heated after crawling through small, dark spaces. I can't. You can. I can. Okay.
3: Here.
2: That you took know. a lot. Oh man, that is very difficult. And I finished the course by breaching a ceiling. Don't be afraid to, like, generate power. Enjoy. I have no more power. When it got tough, I thought of Deanne and Lori and found my confidence. All right, you're done. It's it. Expectations blown away. That was one of the most, if not the most, challenging things I've ever done. I've got to say, they were telling me that being a firefighter is 80% mental, and I totally felt that because, you know, it's so easy to feel panic and anxious and claustrophobic, but you can't. You have to put that aside. And going into it, I mean, my admiration for firefighters was so high, but it's like a hundredfold, and I just want to scream it. From yeah. The well,
0: those women are incredible. Yeah. Really and incredible. And it also, we know how strong you yeah. are. So to watch you like struggle there tells you how strong those other women yes. are. Yeah. That was really great, Donna. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Donna. We'll be back right after this. Okay, does your home style kind of look like it's from a whole different decade? Oh, I'm into that. If your den is too crowded or stuff... If so, why don't you go to HodaAndJenna.com, hit the Connect button, send us your problem room photos, and maybe we'll feature them on the show. Yeah, but hopefully we'll also help you. Fix them, them. Okay. Yes. Tomorrow, the woman behind some of your favorite
1: celebrity fashion, Aura James.
0: Plus, actress, filmmaker, and Golden Globe winner, Chloe Sevigny. <laughs> and if
1: you need more today in your life, guess what you can do? You can scan... That code, you can catch what our code? brand new series. What this is code. it? I think it's this code. Oh, today's code. I table? miss your face. But I like these faces too. See y'all tomorrow. This is a long show.